recording. It is recording this very day. It is recording everything I fucking say. And I think that it'll be okay. Hey everybody, it is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me as always are the dogs. I got two dogs over there. I got a Sadie dog staring at me with her fucking uh, shark, dead eye, shark eyes. And wean dog over there, lick. She'd be licking her balls if she had balls. But because she's a she, she doesn't have balls. And uh, even if she was a he, she wouldn't have her balls. Because I would have had that bitch neutered like a motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, hey everybody, it's the Elemental Podcast with me, your boy, Steve Callister. Did I already say that? Probably. <laughs> it's that kind of day, everybody. Today, it's uh, Monday, December 6, 2021. How was your day? How was your Monday? Was it a good day? Did you get through it? Did Were you happy? Did you get everything you want? Do you feel like you accomplished shit? That's good. I uh, I was having a pretty good day. Until I got the mail. <laughs> the fucking mail. And, uh, you know, I, this time of year it's usually pretty good. I get a lot of Christmas cards. It's always pretty nice. I appreciate the Christmas cards. Uh, but now, uh, for those who might be new to the podcast, I was in the hospital a month or so ago. Uh, I had blood clots. My second bout of blood clots. I was uh, there overnight. They didn't have to do anything to me. They just pumped me full of heparin. I had two IVs going. Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, but I'm starting to get bills now. That and That's what I hate. What, what other fucking place of business you're doing business with? And uh, you just leave without paying the bill, right? I mean, you eat at the hot, you eat at a restaurant, right? You you go, you order, they bring the food to you, you eat it, they give you the bill right fucking there, and you fucking know what the bill is, right? Like they give you a menu with the prices on it, except the real fucking fancy restaurant, which apparently doesn't have prices in the menus. I have never been to a restaurant like that because uh, I'm poor as fuck. I've only seen it on like television and movies. And maybe that's what a hospital is. A hospital is just a fancy fucking restaurant that fucks you. Because maybe if you could actually like pick and choose whatever services you wanted, you might be like, well, nope. Fuck that, fuck that, fuck you, and fuck this. I don't want to talk to them. Eat my dick, lick my balls, fuck no. Because <laughs> I'm starting to get bills, everybody. Starting to get bills. And uh, I got one today. I got one today. Today, I got one today from uh, the good old e Life EMS. I'm assuming it stands for, like, emergency medical services. That would be my guess. The ambulance company. Stu, oh, my God, Stu, you had to take an ambulance? Well, no. I drove myself to the hospital. We went through all the shit. 
right? They they took a CAT scan and like, ah, oh, fuck, you're you're nothing but a one huge blood clot. How are you surviving? I don't know. Are you in pain? No. <laughs> or maybe I'm in pain all the time, and I just don't even know I have pain. All right. My, my pain level, my threshold for pain has become my fucking uh, baseline. And I'm in pain all the time. I just don't realize that I'm in pain. Maybe that's it. But they're like, oh my God, uh, we, we need to get you to the other hospital. In case they, uh, they got to tinker with your ticker. Because apparently I had a right heart strain. Apparently... Whatever was going on with my body, uh, it was it was making my the right side of my heart pump harder. I guess I don't know. So they're like, "Oh my God, we got to get you to the hospital. That's where the the heart center is." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I worked over there. I worked there for like two years as a patient transporter. I fucking know. I know where it is and what it is and all that shit." They're like, "Oh my God, we got to get you over there. Can I drive over there?" No. You got to go by ambulance. Oh, really? I do? Why? You don't have, I don't have any IVs. Well, did I have an IV at the time? Yeah, I take it back. I did have an IV in me at the time. Uh, but you know, there's nothing else going on. Fuck, right? Let me drive. It's literally 15 minutes. 15 minute drive. Now nah, we got, we got a fucking ambulance. So these, these two fucking numbnuts come. Young kid, old man. And they're like, all right, we're here to fucking take you to the other hospital. F great, whatever. They strapped me in a gurney. I felt like uh, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. They had like three or four seatbelt things strapping me down. They roll me into the ambulance, and literally, like I said, it's 15 minutes. And they, and they take me up to my room, and uh, I didn't even need to be strapped. I could, I could walk. Like I said, I was in no pain. I had no problems. I had nothing. They get me there, whatever. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, everybody. That 15-minute ride, I don't know what you... I've never been in an ambulance before. Um, God damn, they charged me for mileage too? <laughs> Fucking what? <sighs> Fucking dicks. It was over uh, a $700 ride to get from one hospital to another. Now, I'm going to say this out loud. I don't think I should have to fucking pay that. I went to the hospital. You motherfuckers uh, shouldn't charge me for that shit. I don't understand how this works. I guess I gotta... I don't even know if I can call anybody. I don't think I can be fucking... <sighs> the insurance paid for some, but not a whole lot, everybody. Not a whole lot. And it just makes me go, it's a, it's a scam. It's a scam. Because when I got to the hospital, 
They didn't do a fucking thing to me. They didn't fucking slice me open. They didn't fucking come. Because what they said, they're like, your condition is unremarkable, which is a good thing to hear. I know it sounds insulting, but it's a good thing to hear because uh, that means they, the, these heart surgeons, these fucking ghouls who just want to cut you open and see your fucking innards, uh, they don't want to fuck with you because there's nothing going on in you. So, I mean, that's a good thing. But ultimately, they didn't do shit to me. They put fucking two IVs in my arms and they woke me up every like two hours to take my goddamn vitals. And that's it. I didn't fuck, I couldn't eat either. Because there was the, the fear, the worry, the concern that maybe they'd have to tinker with my ticker. And uh, heaven forbid you have any kind of food or sustenance in your belly. That's when I know medical science, modern medical science, will be at its peak when I can eat a fucking sandwich an hour before goddamn surgery. Jesus Christ, you fucks. <laughs> so it, I can't lie, everybody. It pisses me off. Things were going well. And then they fucking hammer you with these goddamn bills. And I'm thinking, I've said it before, why don't you give me the fucking bill when I'm there? So when I have a heart attack, because of what you dick fucks are charging me, and I know why they don't, because they know people will throw goddamn hissy fits like I'm doing right now. I would tell them to lick my dick and suck my balls. I'm not paying this shit. Fucking... $700 for a 15-minute car ride? God damn, eat my dick. I should have fucking uh, gotten into the ambulance business. Christ on a cracker. How much does one of those fucking things cost? Can I just buy one? Can I rent a fucking ambulance and just drive people around? Because they didn't do fucking shit. Nothing medical was done. I'm sure there are moments when these fucking fucks are performing CPR on you or I don't, they're fucking pissing on your face or whatever because you're passed out because someone roofied your drinks and so these ambulance drivers are having a good time at your expense and they're pissing on your face. <laughs> you get to the hospital, they're like, hey, I don't, what, I don't remember taking a shower. What the fuck happened? Ah, you were sweating a lot in the ambulance. Your fucking heart rate was through the roof. And uh, my chin, my balls were on your chin. <laughs> but fuck, uh, any of you lawyers out there, can I sue any of these fucks? Any of you ambulance drivers, please kill yourself. <laughs> it just irks me. It irks me because I was having a good fucking day. Yesterday, I um, I talked about it on Patreon. I had won an auction of a big box of uh, sports cards, football cards. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like sight on scene. And it showed up yesterday. FedEx delivered it yesterday. I got it. I opened it up. And I was like, oh, fuck. This is literally a, a shit ton, a metric shit ton of football cards. So I'm going through it. And I found a Josh Allen rookie card. I was like, oh, fuck. This is the greatest day of my life. Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. He's, he's a very good football player. His cards are worth some shit. And the card apparently is worth, I don't know, 
15 bucks or something like that. Not a ton of money. But essentially, the, that card, and I found a bunch of other cards today when I was going through it again. Like I found a uh, Dak Prescott rookie that I saw someone selling it online somewhere for like $800. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. But then I, I looked a little further because I'm always, when I see something really high like that, I'm like, all right, let's do some comparison shopping. You guys know me. I'm a huge comparison shopping dude. And I looked around some more and it seems like legitimately the majority of people were selling the card somewhere between 40 and 80 bucks, right? Now that sounds more legitimate but still like that card would have paid for everything else that I, I, I got in that fucking box and I found some nice cards a couple Drew Brady's uh, uh, Drew Brady Drew Brees Tom Brady I found uh, some uh, Deshaun Watson even though he's a fuck face I don't know if his cards will be worth more or less for those who are unaware of who I'm talking about, he is the quarterback for the Houston Texans who has a multitude, a metric shit ton of uh, sexual harassment, sexual abuse allegations uh, against him right now. Very talented quarterback. Um, but apparently he's a shitbag in real life and likes to uh, message women on Instagram to see if they'll give him a massage. How weird is that? If you're a professional football player, my assumption is your team probably has, the Houston Texans probably have a uh, licensed masseuse on staff. I could be wrong, they, but they probably at least contract with somebody if they don't actually have anyone on staff. They probably know someone legitimate that can come and provide you a massage. Now, it might be a dude. It might not even be a hot dude. <laughs> but whatever, right? You should a professional football player shouldn't be trolling Instagram asking chicks if they will give him a massage. And I think a, a, a good portion of these women weren't even like professional masseuses. They were probably more just like uh, Instagram models or hot chicks or whatever. And he's message messaging them, hey, can, can you come over and fucking uh, rub my back? And when I'm, I mean back, I mean dick. <laughs> but I found a bunch of his cards. I don't, let me know if you think they'll be worth more or less. I don't really know. I'd assume probably less, but there is a weird, morbid world out there. These, these fucking idiots who are interested in owning uh, merchandise of fuck faces. Now, like one of the biggest fuck faces out there who was at, at one moment in time, probably one of the greatest athletes in the world. Good old OJ Simpson. He played for the Buffalo Bills. That's my team. Um, and I thought to myself, I right now I would not own any oj simpson stuff or at least i wouldn't purchase it right now is what i'm saying because i see all these jerseys of his up for sale they're autographed whatever and i'm like fuck i just i i couldn't see myself buying it now i have some of his cards like i got an oj simpson rookie card and i got all that shit from when i was a kid when i was in high school collecting these cards i bought it. i was like oh fuck 
O.J. Simpson, one of the greatest football players ever. He, he played for the Buffalo Bills. Holy fuck, that's amazing. And then uh, in the mid-90s, he turns into a fucking cocksucker and kills his ex-wife and her friend, allegedly. I mean, he, he got off. He was found not guilty. Being found not guilty in, in the court doesn't mean that you didn't do it. It just means your lawyer did a better job than another lawyer. I, so I couldn't see myself buying anything. Am I going to get rid of the shit I own of his? If I got to pay off this ambulance bill, I will. <laughs> but fuck. God damn it. Ah, so I work today, whatever. I work for Dippin' Dots, everybody. Whatever. Today was a day. I did it. I got, it was a short day. I only worked eight hours. That's a short day for me. I can't remember the last time I only worked eight hours, but those kind of days are coming because it's uh, winter where we don't sell a ton. I mean, we sell a lot to schools, but this time of year right now, a lot of schools are like, well, we'll just wait till after the year, New Year. So for the next like three weeks, it's going to be slow for you, slow for your boy. So if you guys can do me a favor, uh, if you guys can consider subscribing to my Patreon, I'd appreciate that a whole lot. Just five bucks a month, one less ice mocha mocha in your life. That'll help me pay for my fucking uh, my, uh, ambulance, my fucking fancy ride, my limo ride from one hospital to the other. Or uh, if you don't want to do that shit, if you guys don't know what that is, Patreon is just, it's a paywall. So you can hear more uh more of my podcast it's the same shit it's just more of it that's all so if you can't get enough of this bullshit go to patreon and get more like i said five bucks a month what does that break down to like a dollar a day that's what it breaks down to but if you don't want to do that don't blame you i also uh sell jerseys football jerseys the majority are football jerseys I sell them over on Macari. It's an app. Kind of like uh, it's a combination of Facebook Marketplace and eBay. And uh, I get, I find jerseys and then I try to flip them, make a little bit of money. Am I getting rich off this shit? Fuck no. But I'm, I'm having fun doing it. So uh, I can't guarantee I got what you want. I can't guarantee it to have the size you'd want. But fuck, go check it out. Macari. M-E-R-C-A-R-I, McCurry. And it's just me, Stu McAllister. Search me out, I guess. I don't know. Just go look for jerseys and you'll probably find one of mine. Fuck, today I sold I sold three today. I know it's Christmas time because uh, all, like, my kid jerseys are selling. Those are the ones that are selling. And I had this lady today. She bought one, paid for it, deal was done. She didn't fuck with the price. She didn't do anything. She just bought it. And I'm like, okay. And then she messages me and she's like, hey, do you got any more? It was like sizes six, seven, and eight or something like that. And I went and I looked and I had three. I had three jerseys. And we were, she, she, she wants a deal. They always want a fucking deal. So I told her, I said, okay, I'll sell you the three jerseys. And I'll include the shipping and uh, 50 bucks for th the three jerseys, right? So that's like I don't know, 18 bucks each or whatever. 
That's including the shipping. That's a damn good deal. It was a fucking Ben Roethlisberger, Calvin Johnson, and a Stefan Diggs. And fuck me, everybody. I'm going to tell you. I'll say this out loud. I When I bought that Stefan Diggs, it was part of a lot. When I bought, I bought the lot specifically for that jersey because I thought it was a fucking an adult jersey. My fault. My fault that I'm selling it now. Um, and she's like, well, who do they, who do they play for? I don't want to get doubles or whatever, this, that. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I told her and she's like, oh, I just want the Ben Roethlisberger. But can I, can I save uh, on shipping with the other one? Uh, I was like, you already bought it, lady. I can't. Shit went out into the universe. It's gone. You, you, it's a done deal, lady. So I said, all right, this is what I'll do. I'll charge you 15 for the Roethlisberger, but I will pay for the shipping. How about that, bitch? And she said she'd do it. And uh, right now, fucking um, an hour later, she still hasn't bought it. So I don't know. She's busy, whatever. But fuck, she better go do it because I changed the whole thing. So jerseys, if you'd like one. They're over there. I got a uh, an autograph one. I got a Devin Singletary running back for the Buffalo Bills. It's autographed. Comes with the COA certificate of authenticity. So it's legit. So I, go look if you would like. Go look. The Bills are playing tonight. Monday night game. That means your boy is going to be up later than he would fucking want to be. Hopefully it's a good game. I'm telling you right now, though, everybody, if the game is shit, I'm just going to turn it off and go to bed. I don't give a fuck. This boy don't give a fuck. So, uh, but they're playing the Patriots. This game is for all the marbles right now. I mean, and for all the marbles, I mean, I don't know. There's still like six games left or whatever, but, uh, you know, it's the end of the season, getting there. Whoever wins will be in first place in the AFC East, and it'll just make for a better playoff uh, playoff placement. It's in Buffalo. The weather's going to be shit. It's going to be rainy and windy. It's pretty rainy and windy here in Grand Rapids where I'm at. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. It'll be less than 30 points combined. Uh, hopefully the Bills pull it out. I'm just nervous. As a Buffalo Bills fan, as a, I've been a Buffalo Bills fan 40-plus years, I am used to the Bills just eating shit. I'm used to the Bills falling apart. I'm used to the Bills crumbling in big games. I'm gun-shy is what I'm trying to tell you, everybody, but trying to keep the faith, keep the faith, keep the faith. But here's something when I'm looking for shit to talk about. And this is this is, makes me mad because I have talked about this on podcast previously, probably a Patreon. But a uh, reserve linebacker, AJ Klein, who I do like, he is a very serviceable linebacker, very good player. Uh, he could probably start on a lot of teams, but he's behind two really good linebackers. This motherfucker, who I like. This motherfucker is being placed on the COVID-19 list. It says AJ Klein's vaccination status is unclear, but he will not play against the Patriots. If unvaxxed, he's out for 10 days. If vaccinated, Klein needs two negative tests 
for the virus 24 hours apart before he can return. So this dick fuck, he's out. He's out for the game tonight. God damn, why the fuck are you doing this, motherfucker? And he, as a linebacker, he's probably around the other linebackers, Trayman Edmonds and Matt Milano, who are fucking a huge part of the goddamn defense, motherfucker. Why are you exposing people? And God, Buffalo apparently, I keep hearing this, Buffalo apparently has a very poor vaccination rate. And I've said this before on the podcast, these motherfuckers playing for the team, and not not necessarily the Buffalo Bills, but playing for any team, you're not playing for your teammates, you're not just playing for yourself, you're not just playing for the coach, you're playing for the goddamn fans that have supported your the these fucking teams for uh, decades through shit, a lot of shit, and you fucking dicks are gonna fucking put yourself at risk for getting COVID, and then you are getting COVID, and then it's possible that you're gonna be out for fucking two games, you fucking cocksuckers. And there have been some other guys who were just on the COVID list who are coming back tonight: Starla Tulele and Spencer Brown. I don't know. I don't know if those guys were vaccinated or not. I'm beginning to think they weren't. I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. I, ugh. It just, it just, it gets me angry. It gets me, just get vaccinated, fucker. Get vaccinated. Sadie, what are you barking at? Why are you growling? There's nothing over there. No, Sadie, you stop it. It's you, me, and wean dog. Nobody's coming in the house. Right now, I will kill a motherfucker. I'll kill a motherfucker. That's what I'll fucking do. Um, shit. It just pisses me off, everybody. Get your shit right. Get vaccinated. I'm sure you have. If you're going to get vaccinated, I'm sure you've gotten vaccinated by now. Hopefully you've gotten booster shots, all that good stuff. I'm I'm vaccinated. I got the Johnson & Johnson, and then I got the Pfizer uh, booster, so I'm, I'm good to go. There's all these new variants coming through, and, and I'll say this, everybody. Um. Shit keeps morphing and growing and whatever because viruses want to live and so they're going to do what they can to live and so we just need to do what we can to make sure we kill these motherfuckers. Send them back to the Stone Age from whence they came. So do what you can. Wear a mask. I'm I'm disappointed when I go around and I'm, I'm the fucking weirdo wearing a mask. But, I mean, I'll tell you, everybody, I paid for this fucking mask. It's a goddamn Buffalo Bills mask. I got like 10 of them. I, I'm going to wear the fuck out of these things. I'm going to continue wearing masks for the next 10 years. <laughs> I think more people should do it because most of you people are ugly as fuck. <laughs> the mask makes you look better, you fucks. <laughs> All right. Uh, DNR. That's the Department of Natural Resources. Huge here in Michigan, because it has a lot to do with the wilderness and hunting and all that shit. We're fucking big into that garbage here. I fucking have nothing to do with hunting, fishing, none of it. But if, you, if that's your thing, good for you. 
but they uh, they recently seized 90 pounds of salmon up in uh, Manistee County. Apparently, had been illegally speared. According to an official report, the incident occurred in late October when uh, Conservation Officer Steve Converse was patrolling on foot along a remote, remote portion of Pine Creek in Manistee County and came across three subjects holding spears in the yard of a cabin about 10 yards from the creek. He waited and observed the subjects for over an hour until two of the subjects successfully speared one salmon each and took them to the camp. So this motherfucker is hiding in the bushes, watching these guys fucking spear salmon. He's probably jerking off to it all because, you know, conservation officers are sick fucks. He then contacted his buddy, uh, uh, conservation officer Scott McNeil, to help him jerk off. <laughs> Called him in for backup. He discovered that the group was from out of state and they've been doing it for years, apparently. Jesus. They had 67 pounds of salmon in a freezer. None of them had bothered to get a, a fishing license. So they were issued uh, tickets for spearing salmon and for possession of salmon without a license. Um, they seized 90 pounds, 67 of the salmon that was already clean and in bags was donated to a women's shelter in Manistee. So that's good, at least, that this this food that they had didn't go to waste. It's just it's amazing to me how much food goes to waste in uh, in this country. You know, I've not worked in restaurants, but I've worked in delis and grocery stores. I've done some catering, and you just see all the stuff, and then you have stuff at the end of the night and you have this food and you're like, oh, what am I going to do with it? And they're like, just dump it. And the problem is, I, and I know, I understand this, but there's like legality issues of if someone were to eat this and get food poisoning or whatever, shit like that. No, but everybody, it's a litigious world in which we live. But I'm like, God damn, man, I can't, we can't take this food. We can't take this mac and cheese that I'm dumping out and I can't just take it to a shelter and give it to somebody? Crazy. What I found crazy, too, is uh, up here in Michigan, it used to be you know, food stamps. It's now called uh, the Bridge Card. I think it's EBT. Uh, electronic Banking something. Maybe I'm probably wrong. Essentially, it's food stamps, though. People could come into the grocery store to buy food, but they'd come to the deli. They could not buy hot food from the deli. They couldn't buy, like, chicken, hot chicken, or, or the hot mac and cheese, or any, any of that shit in the hot tray. They couldn't buy any of that with their EBT. But that stuff, we could take it, you know, hot that night. We close down. We put the shit in the cooler. And then we resell it cold. They can come back the next day and buy it cold. Same price. Same fucking price, everybody. I, don't, I had never understood that. Any lawyers out there? Any of you can explain me why uh, they can't use their EBT card, their bridge card, food stamps to buy hot food, but they can to buy cold food at the same fucking price? That doesn't make any sense. Why? And, and I'm not one of these people to judge someone. Like, if somebody's going to use their bridge card and they're going to buy a steak, and I'm in line behind them, and I see that they're using their bridge card to buy a steak. I'm not going to judge them. 
Maybe this is the first time in a year that they've used their bridge card to buy steak. Right? I don't fucking know what's going on with them. I'm not going to judge them. All these pe people who complain about or talk about like welfare queens or welfare kings. Uh, fuck off. I, I will admit that, yeah, there is uh, people out there doing things that they shouldn't do with their food stamps. But uh, if you think it's such a good life, fucking trade out, man. Go live your life on food stamps and get back to me. Eat shit, man. Living on food stamps is not fun. A good portion of the time, these people do not have enough. They really got a ration. There's a lot of fucking ramen noodles in their life, and that's not a good thing. Too much fucking sodium, don't you know? I'm not a huge fan of rich people because I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'd probably like rich people more if I was one of them. Then I wouldn't be worried about a fucking $700 ambulance bill. But there's a fuck uh, from England. Prince Harry, you know him? <laughs> he, uh, he apparently, I don't he relinquished his right as a prince or something. I don't understand exactly what he did, but apparently he got married to some American chick who is uh, of mixed race. She's half white, half African-American. I don't know. There's uh, People are getting their fucking fannies in an in a uproar about all of it. Who fucking cares? But he married her for whatever reason. And then they decided they weren't liking the life of royalty. And so he said, well, I'm going to America to, to live my life with my wife, Meghan Markle. So I don't know what that means, though. All I know is this guy's still rich as fuck because uh, even if he were to relinquish everything from his royalty shit, his wife was rich as fuck. It wasn't like she was a pauper. It wasn't one of those fucking things where the king meets a street urchin. It's like, oh, my God, you are the love of my life. Let's live a life of poverty. No, it wasn't like that. But this dude... Um, apparently sat down and he had an interview with Fast Company Magazine, whatever the fuck that is. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Fast Company. But uh, he, he's giving people some advice, and that's all I need is advice from a 37-year-old dude who comes from British royalty. Please, please, give me all the advice that you have. He goes, uh, he's encouraging people to quit their job. He says, uh, you know, qu quitting jobs isn't necessarily a bad thing. He said, in fact, it is a sign that with self-awareness comes the need for change. Many people around the world have been stuck in jobs that didn't bring them joy. And now they're putting their mental health and happiness first. This is something to be celebrated. Well, Harry... Um, coming from you, I don't want to hear that shit. I'm sure that you've never been in a position where you needed money to pay for a $700 ambulance ride. You motherfuck. I get that you want to have a job that you feel good with, that you enjoy. It gives your life some purpose or meaning and, and you enjoy getting up in the morning to go to it. 
but we still all need jobs to pay the bills just because we're like, well, fuck this job. Hey, can you hold off on uh, charging me for rent or mortgage or food or uh, car insurance or any of this shit? Because, yeah, I just wasn't getting joy from my job. He continues, well, on the surface, it looks like these last couple of years brought all these issues to the foreground. The reality is these struggles and issues have been running from quite some time. We're just at the beginning of the mental health awakening. This work has never been more important because people are finally paying attention, and a big component of this mission is building awareness and continuing to pioneer the conversation. That was all just the big jumble of bullshit. What did he just fucking say there? A big component of this mission is building awareness and continuing to pioneer the conversation. The conversation of what? That the, a good majority of us have shitty jobs, but we need them to pay for the things that we want, like food and shelter? What a dumb fuck. I don't want to hear from guys who've never had to struggle. Oh my God, I'm sorry that you fucking married a, a famous and hot and uh, rich woman who struggled with a little bit with her cultural identity. Your life must be so hard, Prince Harry. I think your life's the hardest because your name's Harry and you're a ginger. Trust me, Meghan Markle wouldn't have a fucking thing to do with you if you weren't royalty. I swear to God. Am I wrong? I'm not fucking wrong. This is something. I, this is the fucking hill I will die on. <laughs> Meghan Markle would not have married Prince Harry if he wasn't royalty. Anyway, he's, he's giving dumb advice. Don't necessarily quit your job because it doesn't give you joy. Yes, it is good to have a job that gives you joy, but it's also have a, good to have a job that fucking pays for shit. All right, I'm going to end on this. A good portion of the Patreon was spent talking about those uh, the parents in, uh, from Oxford. Oxford! Their kid, Ethan, uh, killed four people. And uh, mom and dad, James and Jennifer Crumley. What an awful name, Crumley. They were on the lam. They were fucking on the run. They were caught not even 24 hours later, though. They were in some sort of, like, art warehouse in Detroit. And a tipster saw the bitch. They saw the car. They drove some sort of weird Kia. Killed in action. And uh, this guy called him in and said oh fuck i see that fucking dumb dirty bitch it doesn't look like she showered in months come get this dirty slut i smell her over here so he called the tip line and uh it looks as though this person's gonna get their money 10 grand at least i think right uh 20 grand for both of them so it's possible maybe he'll get 20 grand or she i don't know if it was a man or a woman who called in but that's pretty good i was always advocating for street justice i was advocating for someone to slap on their brass knuckles and take these two fuckers to pound town and have them spit out chiclets it didn't happen that way but i'm glad they got caught mm -mm. 
whether the tipster will qualify for 10,000 or as much as 20,000 since the tip resulted in the apprehension and arrest of both suspects is unclear. I don't have all the details. It truly is Oakland's case. My understanding is it was one tip that opened up the case for us that allowed us to make the apprehension. And that is coming from a U.S. Marshal, or sorry, Detroit Police Chief James White. So hopefully they do get it. That'd be fucking awesome. I talked about how they were let into the building and the guy who owns the place where they're at, he's been questioned. They're trying to figure out his relationship to them, how he knows them. So all bad. I hope he gets busted if he let them in, like, willingly. I talked about, why the fuck would you let these fucking the worst human beings in the world currently why would you let them come into your place of business or whatever? Risking everything that you have for two fucking dumb, smelly fucks. Stupid. All right, everybody, that's it. I am done. Thank you guys for listening. You're not stupid. You're smart because you listen to this bullshit. This bullshit happens on a daily basis, everybody. And when I say daily, I do mean daily. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, Patreon every other day of the week, pr pretty much every other day of the week. Every once in a while I take a day off, but not, not terribly often. So, uh, Like I mentioned earlier, five bucks a month. Appreciate it if you could do that. Uh, if you guys could do me a sod like the Facebook page and the Twitter page. And do these three things for me. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. That is Adam and Stephanie House. Uh, they eat coleslaw, and they got a page for it called The Sunday Slaw. So go like the page if you like coleslaw. Go like the page if you like Facebook Lives, because that's what they do. So just go over there, check it out, The Sunday Slaw. And if, when they get to 300 likes, they're at like 270-something. When they get to 300, they're going to donate some money to a charity, probably Alex's Arcade. But please go over there. I know I got at least 30 of you listeners who haven't liked their page. Go over there and hit like. You don't even have to watch their shit. I never watch their shit. <laughs> so go over there and uh, just hit the like button if you could. Then we got uh, another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. Those two buddies. They watch movies that shape their childhood and then they like talking about it. So every Wednesday they drop new episodes talking about these movies that are like 20 years old or older. So no spoiler alerts on any of these movies. If you haven't seen these movies by now, you're never going to fucking see them. But since it's December, they're doing all Christmas movies. And this Wednesday, they are going to be doing Jingle All the Way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic that I watched for the first time this weekend. And uh, I'll tell you, it was better than I thought it would be. I Like I said, I had never seen it. Uh, it looked like it would be shit, but I'm like, well, I'll watch this. Uh, so I can be ready for the podcast on Wednesday. And uh, it wasn't too bad. I also watched Jingle All the Way 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. And that was god-fucking-awful. That was not good at all. No recommendations on that. But uh, I'll tell you to go watch Jingle All the Way. It's, uh, it's one thumb up my butt. So go do that. I think it's on Disney Plus and maybe Amazon. I think I saw it on Amazon, but I know it's on Disney Plus, too. So I'll go do that. And last but not least, my boy, John Midgley. Uh, John is a guy who, uh, he's a magician. 
He's a social worker. And he's also kind of a, I guess, I don't know if blacksmith is the right term or not. But he, um, he makes uh, brass knuckles. So uh, when you're ready to do some street justice and you need some brass knuckles, John Midgley is the one to get a hold of. But he's got a page for his magic stuff. He's a very talented magician with coins and cards and shit like that. So he's got a page for it, Magic JBM, John Badass Midgley. So go like his page if you could, Magic JBM. So there we go, everybody. Do those three things. Sunday Slaw, another episode podcast, and Magic JBM. Uh, consider subscribing to the Patreon and helping me pay for this ambulance ride. And uh, that's about it. I love you guys. Thank you very much. Oh, also, if you would like a Christmas card, I got a bunch of Christmas cards left over, too. I will mail you a Christmas card. So uh, just send me your address. Stu, you have my address. I don't have your address. Send me your address, and I will mail you a Christmas card. All right? So that's it. Thanks for paying attention, everybody. I will see you guys uh, tomorrow for the Patreon, or I'll see you on Thursday for the freebie. Have a good one. Come on.